0: 702, the political desk, and that brings us uh, to then this issue: uh, Are we gambling with uh, kids' lives and their future and education? Uh, Basil Manuel is the National Professional Teachers' Organisation of South Africa's uh, executive director. Uh, always a pleasure to you, and uh, welcome to. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Welcome back to our program, Basil. Uh, unions repeatedly warned about our lack of readiness on this. You're probably not that surprised.
1: Not at all. Uh, Bongani, good morning. Uh, We had warned, but it wasn't just a warning in emptiness. It was because we have surveyed our membership um, last week, then again on Friday past, to to get a sense of what is happening on the ground. And that was very clear to us that uh, whilst things had improved by uh, Friday past... Certainly, we were not at a point where we can say that all the schools are going to be ready. And I'm talking about the majority of schools that can be readied. We accept that there are schools that are in such a bad way that we need to have another plan for those schools. And we brought this home to the ministry both on Friday and on Saturday. And so we expected that on Sunday an announcement would be made that would be early, that would calm the fears of parents, yes. that would give clear direction. Yes. But
0: unfortunately, it that didn't was come. Soon. It didn't come. And I the, mean, that's that's the thing that most people are grappling with this morning, Basil, is that um, between the public and private schools, a lot of decisions are having to be made on the ground uh, without much direction from the top.
1: And that is a tragedy because what we need now is leadership. And the the, the leadership is about calming parents' fears. We I don't think we are appreciating enough the fears parents have about sending their children to school and, and about the unknown. And then, of course, there's the schools, because school readiness is not just about the PPEs, etc. Those are really important. But there's institutional readiness. Uh, Teachers need to know exactly how they are going to manage all these new requirements. And parents need to know that teachers know this, so that they can feel comfortable. The cleaning of desks, etc. And so it was very disturbing that we had a late 11th hour announcement or press release that said, that schools are reopening a week later. And by the way, that was not part of our agreement. Our agreement was that Thursday we'd reassess because we've got to have a certain level of comfort. In the minister's own uh, uh, rules and and regulations, she says that no school can open if the school is not ready.
0: So hang on, hang on, hang on. I just want to make sure I understand you, Basil. Your discussion on Saturday with the minister and various MECs from a number of provinces was that uh, she would have announced yesterday that uh, this would have been delayed, and perhaps on Thursday a final decision would have been then made about next week. So even even the announcement uh, that next Monday schools will reopen is preemptive.
1: Absolutely. Ongani, the reality is there are many challenges in many places. Some of them such as the water issue, is a big challenge. 3,000 schools is not an insubstantial number. And now we are not talking about places that don't have water. We are talking about places that are water scarce, but water is available and can be tanked in. There are others that have serious problems. And in the Eastern Cape, for example, where we have uh, communities preventing the delivery of some of these PPEs because there's a standoff between suppliers. Now, that is something that we never foresaw. So there are serious, serious issues. The bottom line is many schools aren't ready, many teachers feel unsafe about going, and many parents are confused.
0: Can we say, Basil, that uh, it's different for different provinces that uh, you've just outlined the Eastern Cape, but Gauteng, for example, might be better uh, equipped to go back to school?
1: Gauteng being an urban
0: province primarily, and and being a province that
1: has been better organized, yes, they are more ready. But even in Gauteng, right in the middle of Johannesburg, we have examples where PPEs haven't been delivered. And some of them have been delivered, but the quantities are incorrect, and they have forgotten certain groups. The same with the Western Cape, probably more ready than most. But it is not a country on its own. It can't run ahead. And even though we have issues with the announcement by the minister, it is the minister, the national minister's prerogative to announce the opening and closing of schools. A province cannot uh, veer off on its own to do this, and we have a serious problem with that
0: too. All right. Basil Manuel, will leave it there, the National Professional Teachers' Organization of South Africa's Executive Director. Listening to that uh, is uh, the Houding MEC for Education, Banyaza Lesufi, who joins us now on the line. Um, I mean, uh, it's, it's kind of a lighthearted comment I want to start off with, Banyaza, but it's a serious one at the same time. A double blow for you, uh alcohol uh are sold yet schools not open was <laughs>
2: not was telling your producer that so,
0: uh, right let's get straight into it I mean uh, the education yeah. issue is uh, a worrying one a U-turn at the 11th hour uh, the unions have been telling us this uh, the governing bodies have been telling us this various parent uh, associations have been telling us this we are simply not ready
2: well, I think the minister chose what what I would call sector peace uh, to be quite frank, uh, which is which 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 was very difficult for her to balance. Um, you will recall that just by Tuesday last week, she had four court cases to fight off, uh, and there were four institutions that went to court, uh, and unfortunately, they all lost those cases against the minister, of those institutions. And on Saturday morning, she had to meet with the uh, and, and and then meeting with the labour movement in the afternoon. On Sunday morning. Uh, There was a challenge by the South African human rights, so she had to go to an emergency meeting with the South African human rights to raise an issue. So I think she chose a a sector piece because parents were worried, uh, the sector was worried, and she felt that let's do the mop-up, let's not ignore the concerns that I raised. Uh, She had a report from an independent institution. And that report gave provinces at various levels um, that they were ready and there some provinces that were limitations. And those limitations of those provinces are well known. They're historic and we know the inequalities that we have in our country. And some of them cannot be resolved uh, just overnight purely because of uh, the limitations that we're having of of COVID. she chose a middle ground. I think she needs to be supported. Unfortunately, the communique came very late. Um, and it, it, it was Well, that's hand-off.
0: part of the problem. That's yes. part of the problem is that because it came so late, uh, a lot of the schools have been left to figure out on their own what to do uh, without uh, clear directives from the top.
2: Moran well, what do you do? Uh, an organization represented by Musima Imani went to court on Sunday uh, or gave a document on Sunday you ignore that? You are a consciousness state. You have to indulge on that. method the fact that the court document that she received also on Sunday, and then said to apply in mind, and that too. But but surely
0: then what we should have had is we should have had the leadership in education get on television last night and say, this is where we are. This is what we're doing. Uh, that's not the moment to back away from explaining. And so now you've got a situation where, uh, depending on which province you live in or uh, even in some households, if children go to different schools, if uh, one child is in a public school, they might not be going. Whereas maybe a private learner, a private school learner might be going to school. it's It's really confused, isn't it?
2: Well made, but the reality is that if you go ahead and say open the school and the teachers are not there, we'll, we'll call that a school reopening. Surely not. If you go ahead as a, teach, as a, as a minister or as an MEC and address the nation and say that uh, I really feel that I need to uh, 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 um, take a decision and say the schools are reopening, and you know that uh, truly the institutions or the sector is having difficulties because there are some school governing bodies are saying they're not going to allow at the school to operate, and our school format or, or, or the running of schools in our country is parent-centred. And if parents say we are not going there, and teachers are saying we are not going there, what would be the use? To force and say, yeah. you in the school. The
0: difficulty school? is that some parents and, uh, did send their learners to school, boarding schools, for example. We understand some of them, uh, you know, uh, had uh, learners sent there. Uh, so what happens now? What happens to those schools uh, that had planned to reopen, uh, to reopen and have kids left in limbo? And that is
2: why the, the statement of the minister. Uh, it's clear on that aspect to say where children are already at the board school, those children should be taken care of and be supported. And they should go through orientation as well. It does not mean that they can't go through orientation. And when they go through orientation, and there will be other tasks that will be given to them. I think we really need to be uh, sympathetic to the difficulties that the minister was in. There are court cases, there are institutions, there are also organizations that were really... Uh, making it difficult for them. But part of the problem
0: is that they've had to go that route because after repeated warnings, there was this steaming ahead uh, without uh, taking into consideration what people were saying. We've been saying uh, that uh, schools aren't... I mean, can you concede that in our handling of this pandemic, this is a particularly low point?
2: What do you do when you consult people every step since day one? And every step, people agree with you. But when they get out of that
0: particular... With respect, M.E.C., they've been saying it all of last week. They were on this station, on this show, uh, on Eusebius MacKaiser's show, on Joanne Joseph, saying, we are not ready. They've been saying it, and repeatedly. Based on what? They have said schools don't all have the PPEs, there isn't clarity on the procedures, they've mentioned all kinds of problems as, to far, as far as school readiness is concerned, and they have felt ignored.
2: And that's the part I'm saying I disagree with Ivongani because on the PPEs, if you check the independent report that was presented to us, it's not an issue, that aspect, that aspect is all covered. It's historic matters of water, it's all historic matters of sanitation which are the matters that you can't resolve overnight, even if you can postpone the opening of school of a week. Yeah, if the entire community, not even a school, if the entire community does not have water, there's no way that the school will have water. If the entire community does not have electricity, what do you expect a school to have electricity? So those are the issues of inequalities, the issues of inefficiencies that we have. That we
0: so some have schools then, active. so seeing as that we won't have that resolved by next week, some schools will open and others won't?
2: No, 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 and that's the part that we say, Minister, we can't agree. We are ready as Gauti, but must be sympathetic to those that are not ready. And there might be children in to that have been learning online. Should we leave those that cannot afford online? No. We must move as a country. We must not move as sectors. And we must not move as individuals. And that is why we are taken aback by the position taken by the Western Cape, And we might be ready as Gauti in Burani, but... Really, all other provinces must be ready because all these children belong to all of us. There are no children that belong to a certain privileged class that must be treated differently. We might be ready for halting, but if other areas are not ready, we must move together because you can not monitor education differently. You must right. monitor education as
0: a uniform. We'll have to leave it there. Panyaza Lisufi, the Houting MEC for Education, there on the line talking about the province. I suppose you're going to say the country's readiness to get back into the classroom.